expert at Culligan.com. Angels baseball is less than five hours away here on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle Kimos, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at SouthBayToyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at Sammy'sOriginal.com. Racing fans with the Kentucky Derby behind us, make plans to join us here at Spectacular Santa Anita for the second jewel in racing's Triple Crown, the Preakness Stakes from Baltimore, Maryland, a week from next Saturday, May 20th. Admission gates open early on Preakness Day at 7.15 a.m., so make your dining and seating reservations now at SantaAnita.com. Looking ahead, be here for some of the best racing in America on Memorial Day, Monday, May 29th, as we'll have three Grade 1 stakes, the Hollywood Gold Cup, the Shoemaker Mile, and the Gamely for Phillies and Mares at a mile and one-eighth on turf. And fans, join us each Friday with first post time at 1 p.m. We've got free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. That's each Friday throughout our Hollywood meet. Don't forget our infield family fun zone is back each weekend with pony rides, inflatable jumpers, and more. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. The best of racing is always at Los Alamitos. On Sunday night, top fillies and mares face off in the $50,000 Miss Princess Handicap. The list of possible starters is full of top stakes winners, including champion Sweet Tess and recent stakes winners, Coalition Jessica Cruz, Remember Her, and more. And remember to play our early and late pick fours always with strong pools and thrilling racing action. Our early pick fours are always outstanding. Last Sunday's early pick four pool was over $200,000. Plus, our $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Last Sunday's total pick six pool was over $65,000. And remember, we have a traditional pick six with no jackpot provisions. It's a fun night at the track at Los Alamitos with the running of the Miss Princess Handicap. The best of racing, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. 
Thoroughbred owners and breeders, if you're looking for a full-service, professionally managed facility right here in Southern California, look no further than George Yeager's BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. From conception to starting gate, from breeding, mare care and foaling, to racetrack preparation, and state-of-the-art rehabilitative care, BG Thoroughbred Farm is the place for you. Owned by George Yeager and managed by Marcos Menabar, BG Thoroughbred Farm is located atop 51 acres of prime sandy loam and is just 90 minutes from Santa Anita, Del Mar, and Los Alamitos. With a 5-8 mile training track that includes a starting gate, BG has 28 pastures with year-round grass, along with a layup barn that includes run-out pins and numerous sand pins for turnouts that'll keep your horse safe and ready to return to racing. For more information or to schedule a tour, visit bgthoroughbredfarm.com or give Marcos Menavar a call at 951-654-9100 BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hammett. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-448-6455, mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. There they go. O'Hara lost the rider. Native Diver is going to the front. Gamely and Rising Market nose and nose. And Gamely is the winner by a nose right. Victory has the weight advantage. Farm away has the class. Which one's going to win it? Farm away, Marketry. Farm away. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hosted by Mike Wilmot, Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by Spectacular Santa Anita Park. Proud host of the Breeders' Cup World Championships in November. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villafort of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemming. Come see us and check out our stallion roster for 2023. Visit our website or schedule an in-person farm tour with Marcos Menabar. By Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering. 
where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive by the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling by the Ragged and Cheats, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the all-new Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Mary Jungers and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia. Just a sandwich from the great race place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabrian. A very pleasant good morning, everybody. Hope you're having a great weekend. Uh, wherever you may be, the morning after the Kentucky Derby. And boy, so, so much to talk about. And certainly... Let's face it, not all of it pleasant, but we're going to leave with the good news. Javier Castellano breaks an 0-for-15 run in the run for the Roses. He gets it done on a 15-to-1 shot yesterday, making only his fourth career start, Mage, and uh, trained by a, a guy that I had really never heard of, uh, Gustavo Delgado, and owned by, a, it looked like a huge syndicate, one of one of the co-owners there. Uh, Mage, uh, really an impressive winner. Uh, Javier worked out a trip somehow. They were far, far back early on. Uh, they win by a length uh, over two fills who ran too good to lose. Uh, Mage, getting the mile and a quarter in 201 and two fists, returns 32 dollars uh, and 40 cents to win we said we're going to leave with the good news here it is uh churchill downs reporting in a statement uh, last night on track crowd at churchill yesterday 150,335 people and it looked like it on television it was a, a a tremendous crowd great weather for the 149th running of the Kentucky Derby. Very, very tragically, they had two equine fatalities uh, on the undercard, and uh, that made seven for the uh, the week leading into the Derby. And uh, obviously, uh, that rivets the attention of general media and, understandably, a lot of n- negative publicity as a result. Back to the good news, folks. Uh, Churchill reporting last night, wagering from all sources on the Kentucky Derby ba- Day program, set a new record record of $288.7 million. That was up from last year's 273.8. And of course, last year, you know, we were coming out of COVID and everybody ready to ramble, but very significant all-time record handle yesterday on the Derby Day program, $288 million and change. Additionally, uh, the, the, the handle on the Kentucky Derby itself established a new record of 188.7 million. That was up from a record, uh, in 2022 of 179. One more record went down yesterday. All sources, uh, handle for Kentucky Derby week 
at Churchill Downs, uh, a, 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 a record, an astronomical $412 million. That was up from $391.8 million uh, last year. A lot of ground to cover here, and uh, we're going to be going over what Churchill had to say about the fatalities last night as well. But I want to get up to my good friend in Las Vegas, Nevada. He's one of the sharpest guys uh, in America. I know that because he's not flying out today like everybody else. He's waiting till tomorrow. He's at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. Jonathan Hardoon on behalf of the Raggers and Sheets. Hey, John, good morning. I have to assume you kind of got your tongue over the bit this morning. <laughs> to say the least, Mike. You know, they should pass a law no racing the day after Breeders' Cup or Derby Day because uh, you put all your heart and soul into the uh, upcoming days and then you're just totally wiped out. But we fight on them, uh, Thompson and forward. A terrific uh, race, really. I mean, Javier Castellano, uh, he's a good guy. Everybody seems to like him. He's a real gentleman. He, he's a pro for the, for the sport, so you've got to be real happy for him. Obviously disappointing, all the late scratches. Forte, the day of the race, you know, he would have been the favorite. And uh, listen, he beat Madge the last two times they ran against each yeah. other. And for the owner, he really took it hard. You know, this happened from a few years back with Uncle Mo. He was also the favorite, and he was also forced to scratch the morning of the race. So, uh, And he had a lot of people out there. Or I think they had 70 passes. It was yeah. just crazy. And uh, you never see five scratches within 24 hours or whatever. It was pretty much uh, right before the Derby, and uh, that's what happened. Uh, of course, and, and one of those was the, the winner of the Santa Anita Derby, practical move uh you know yeah. he, he came out uh, earlier and so so unfortunate uh you know before i offer up an opinion on anything including the uh game day scratch uh of forte with, trained by todd pletcher uh john i gotta tell you i i bet on the big horse from japan he, what a great looking chestnut he is derma sodagaki and you hate to make excuses but <laughs> He just stood he had there. A he, 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 had a he didn't excuse. break. He got wiped out. Yeah. He got wiped out at the start. If you read the charts, he hit the gate bed, and he ran unbelievable to finish sixth. I, I mean, thought he did. There were some performances, and even the horse that ran second, two fills, he was up there close to that pace. I gave that horse zero chance coming out of the uh, torpedo race at Turfoyt. But Dermot take nothing away from him, Mike. He ran unbelievable. He, he's a big-time horse. Here's the uh, the form chart description of Dermot Sotogaki. And watching it, he stood there. Then he broke inward, got slammed. He's way off the pace. I mean, it was impossible. He ended up getting beat seven and three-quarter lengths. Anyway, here's the form chart description of the Japanese horse winner of the UAE Derby. So those horses coming in after winning that race, they're still winless. But this horse had excuses. Anyway, here it is. Derma Sotogaki uh, broke inward, brushed the gate soundly, and was away slowly, settled between runners down the stretch and into the first turn, worked his way forward in tight quarters, moved to the outside on the second turn while continuing the advance, came six wide, and toiled on through the drive. A big effort, John, no doubt. To say the least, Mike, and, you know, last year the jockey that rode this was Derma Sotogaki. Everyone was all over him because he made suicidal fractions, if you remember. So this year he may have been a little more cautious out of the gate, and who knows, you know, the horse obviously didn't get out. 
but he had a legitimate excuse. Uh, not many other horses in the race really had excuses, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. It was a pretty cleanly run race, that, and that's what you see, and you never see it in an 18-horse field, but you saw it yesterday. John, again, so much to talk about. We, we, uh, we're operating in a different environment, and I, I dare say there's no going back. These are the, the parameters now. Um, you know, there is a lot, a lot of heat, and understandably so. What happened leading into to the Derby yesterday, you know, and Churchill, I know, is going to be the first to acknowledge, just can't happen. But that said, John, uh, my take on Forte is um, <laughs> it's a foot bruise. And we're talking athletes, and it's so hard to communicate this kind of thing to the general public. But anybody who's ever been involved at, at any level, I think high school and beyond, athletically, you know there are certain things you quote-unquote you play through. It's a foot bruise. It could have been addressed uh, before they let him over there. Uh, I, I think the horse was perfectly sound, and I can understand the owner, Mike Repoli and Pletcher being, they, they had to be enraged. They met behind closed door with the regulatory vets. A bitter, bitter pill. I dare say, John, in any other year, the horse runs. I agree, Mike. You know, that's the problem. Um, you know, first of all, if there was one hundred, one in a hundred chance that something could go wrong, they weren't going to run because they're so scared now and everybody's watching them. And now they're being overcautious. You know, uh, Bruce Finkelstein was on the radio yesterday and he was talking about it with uh, John Lindo and he's 100% right. You know, you have to draw the line. And now they're going way past the line. And uh, it's affecting the whole game, and it's affecting racing coast to coast, to be honest with you. Yeah. In San Anita, when it rains, they're afraid to run. You know, I mean, there's cautious, and then there's being crazy cautious. And it was the state vet that scratched the source. They had their own vet there. They had other vets yes. there. Everybody wanted to go. Everybody wanted to go, but they, you know, they just sided on, on, court for, on being overly cautious, yeah. I think. But what are you going to do, Mike? You said it. You said it best. This is the times we live in now, and uh, you got to learn to deal with it. It's pretty sad when the headlines on CNN, with the channel I would never watch, but uh, they led with the fatalities, not with the Derby winner, yeah. but with the fatalities. You know, and and that's just the worst thing you can well, see. And it unfortunately, happened on a big day. You know, yeah, the, and a the, big week. the two fatalities earlier in the day—that just, oh my gosh, you know. Anyway, I just want to pull something from the Churchill Downs uh, statement last night, and they had earlier in the statement expressed obviously extreme sincere regret. Uh, and further down, they say while each incident regarding the injuries, the fatalities, while each incident reported has been unique. It is important to note there has been no discernible pattern detected in the injuries sustained. Our track surfaces are closely monitored by industry experts to ensure their integrity. Each horse that participates in racing at Churchill Downs must undergo multiple comprehensive veterinary exams and observations to ensure their fitness uh, to race. We're talking about big, big gray areas here, John, and uh, we're just getting started, really. Uh, This is where we're at. I agree, Mike. Listen, they went after Safi Joseph. I'm not here to defend Safi Joseph. He had two horses that died last week. And Sudden death. Yeah. Yeah, suspend him indefinitely without even, I mean, something? I mean, you know, I, I, I guess that he's going to get the Baffert treatment this year 
but uh, they're going after Safi Joseph, and he's going to sue them, and rightfully so. Well, you deserve your day in court before you just suspend suspend somebody indefinitely. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a race. I'm, I'm trying. I'm just riding the fence here, John. We're talking about the a race, the magnitude of which there is no equal in, in this country. It's the Kentucky Derby. And CDI, their their mission is they are trying to protect the brand, the integrity of the race. That said, there's a story at the Pollock Report. It's been up for a couple of days now, uh, in which Safi Joseph, the trainer, based primarily in Florida, this guy runs a ton of horses, uh, but on back-to-back days he had horses pull up and die of sudden death. I mean, this is extremely, extremely unusual. So Churchill took the very unusual step of suspending him indefinitely until they could kind of ferret out what what was going on. Then the next day, they were going to let his Derby Day horses run. They decided to scratch all of those, including a horse in the Kentucky Derby. Three graphs in, quoting Safi Joseph. Apparently, I'm assuming it's a radio station that's called WDRB. Quoting Safi Joseph, most definitely I am a scapegoat. I'm the scapegoat. They've had more deaths this week, and here is Safi referring to himself. This is the problem. Trust me, it's hard enough that our horses have their issues, but the reality of it is that I run 3,800 horses in the races, and I've never had horses that die from that issue before, meaning sudden death. They've had injuries, but never from something that was unknown. It's unknown what caused it. The tests for the first one hasn't shown anything. I mean, the results with all the bloods, we haven't seen anything, so we don't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on, and the commission doesn't know what's going on. The commission, referring to the Kentucky Racing Commission, the commission has found nothing wrong so far. I mean, people all can attest, and here we are with no known answers, and yet Churchill issues this suspension. It's like... How could you do that? I mean, how can you do that? It's one reason they've done it, to try to save their image. I mean, it's sad. In quotes, Afi Joseph. I get where he's coming from, John, but I also get, I got to say, where Churchill's coming from. They've got this race. They've had a ton of trouble. And here are two highly, highly unusual uh, occurrences happening, you know, back to back with the same barn. And they just decided to call off the jam. Well, they did it. It's their house. They served the right to. They reserved the right to serve whoever they want, and uh, they said no to uh, Safi Joseph. Listen, it's sad for the owners. It's sad for the horse. This could, of course, if the horse wins the race, is worth millions of dollars. Who knows well, how much money the owners put into the game? You know, and then there's no question that forced the scratch. Yeah, I know. So there's a, a lot of ways to look at this, and yeah. obviously, there's no right answer. They took the safe way out, and they scratched. And then, I got to say, I mean, I'm in touch with horsemen, so are you, John. And they point out, hey, what about these regulatory vets? What puts them on some high ground? Uh, They point out, hey, a lot of them, uh, maybe they they couldn't make it as racing vets. I don't know. Maybe there's a few of them. I don't know that. I'm trying to ride the fence here and kind of give voice to various aspects of our industry. And then they'll point to what happened at Del Mar, 2021, day one of the Breeders' Cup, and they say the reg vets did that. Uh, Were there any consequences? Uh, Are any of those reg vets involved in this decision? You know what I'm saying. This is the kind of discussion that's going on. 
instead of talking about the race, that's what we're talking. That's about. right. Well, anyway, uh, Major Maj got a, got a uh, 105 buyer, an amazing performance in only his fourth career start, John. And uh, again, you got two years in a row. Last year, Rich Strike. And now Mage, who was great at stakes place, let's face it. I mean, big efforts, you know, coming into the Derby. But they were both eligible for A other than allowances. Back-to-back Derby winners. Mage is very similar, Mike, to Tiber from last year, if you recall. He ran in the Derby, I think, in only his fourth start also. They're very similar type horses. And that horse was trained by uh, Baffert and Nakfina or whoever. And this horse, you know, this horse got it done. And Tiber... Did you hear yourself, John? <laughs> See, that's that. I gotta say, I just gotta let out. As director of publicity at Santa Anita, I breathe the si- giant sigh of relief after the Derby, because now I'm saying we're gonna put this nonsense with this horse is who's he with this? Oh yeah, well, but it was this transfer. The horse isn't triple. Ca- anyway, Bob Baffert will be back uh, at Churchill next year, and that. That takes quite a load off me personally. I'm just telling you. Yeah, I, I think so. And if I was Bob Baffert, I would do zero interviews, do nothing to help Churchill for the hell yeah. they put him through. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Hey, anyway, John, let's uh, see if we can chop some wood. Are you going to Belmont Park uh, here in hour one? Yeah. We're going to go to race six today at Belmont. And by the way, the weather is beautiful there. They're on the turf. A pretty good card. I like the sixth race today. Seven furlongs on the turf, and I like the number eight horse in here, Frosted Oats. Uh, this is a four-year-old filly from the Bill Mott Barn. Two starts at Belmont, the winner in her second, one for one at the distance. Last seen at Tampa, cuts back in distance today. Junior Alvarado aboard to ride. Number eight, Frosted Oats, who wins today's sixth race out at Belmont Park. And, John, you can spend a nice, leisurely day signing autographs there in the race book at, <laughs> at the South Point. Folks, if you want to jet up there, you can make it up there before first post, I think, at Santa Anita, and not really break too many uh, speed limit rules. That toll-free number to call up there, say hello to John Hardoon, is 866-780-RACE. And, John, what's up at J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com? A light day today, Mike. Belmont and Senate selections only. Okay. Hey, John, uh, listen, have a great day. Really enjoyed the chat, and we will talk later on, and we'll bring you out to Santa Anita, a nine-race card today, and some good betting races. You know, we've got a short field for our feature, the Singletary, but it looks to me like about anybody could win it, and I really mean that at a mile and one-eighth on grass. Yeah, the late races, the later part of the card is pretty good, Mike. you got some bigger fields, so that's good. People want horses to play, and uh, that'll be the situation the later part of the card at Sandy. Terrific. Hey, John, uh, have a good one, and we'll talk to you in, uh, well, a little over an hour or so. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. You bet. Jonathan Hardoon with the Rags and Sheets. And uh, now we've got a very busy jockey agent uh, up at Santa Anita, a guy who experienced victory, albeit in a very circuitous way, uh, four years ago in the in the uh, Kentucky Derby with a horse named Country House. When he represented one Flavion Pratt, I say circuitous because there was quite a story as to how Flavion was actually open uh, at the draw and leading into the draw. He ended up on the horse for Billy Mott. They ran second, and maximum security became the first 
uh, race day disqualify, I guess that's a word. And so uh, Derek Lawson, Flavion Pratt, Country House, won the 2019 Kentucky Derby, but now he represents a guy by the name of Tiago Pereira having a heck of a run this year in Southern California. And uh, he's on seven horses today on our nine race program. Derek, good morning. How are you? Morning, Mike. I'm glad to be back on the best two hours in racing. Well, I can't disagree. Thank you so much for that good uh, that good first statement. Now, listen. Uh, I don't know if you caught John and I talking about everything, but we're talking about gray areas of monumental magnitude in in terms of uh, making decisions on on who runs, who doesn't, so on and so forth. And uh, hey, I know you're a jock agent these days, but. I think you'd agree it, it is, to say the least, a very, very challenging environment. Well, it's a challenging environment for uh, everyone concerned, starting with the owners who make the initial uh, purchase of the horse or get involved early with the horse's career, whether breeding or whether buying. And then it trickles down to the uh, trainer, and then absolutely the, uh, the last uh, unit is the, uh, is the jockey who rides the horse. So, yeah, it affects a lot of different people. Listen, uh, Tiago had one win yesterday. Uh, you've got five now, well-placed in the top ten at what we're calling our Hollywood meet. And a big part of your success this year has been a, a trainer by the name of Steve Knapp. The first of Tiago's seven mounts today. Come in the first race, you're on the far outside here, uh, going six and a half uh, out of the turf shoot. Horse by the name of Real Fire at, at four to one. And Tiago has not been on this horse before, but... You know, he comes off a nice allowance win. It looks like you're in a good spot here, Derek. Well, I think uh, the first thing that's interesting is that the uh, real fire is bred by the University of Arizona, so that's pretty cool. And uh, the second thing is by Street Boss, and Street Boss, they've done very, very well on the uh, on the grass uh, surface. Uh, you can look at what Jeff Mullins has done with a, a few uh, Street Bosses he's got. So I think we've got a good opportunity being on the outside. I think this horse will run really well today. I don't want to talk about all your mounts, but uh, definitely want to talk about the Singletary today. Uh, three-year-olds, minor one-eighth on the grass, 100000 up. Uh, this is an ungraded stake. It goes as the third on our nine-race card. Now, you're on a six-to-one shot here in Malibu Coast who stretches out, uh, you know, after being well-beaten with trouble, uh, ridden by Flavion Pratt in the baffle stakes, going six-and-a-half off the hillside turf course. So you're stretching out quite a bit. But, boy, you look like a good fit. I mean, if you take a look at his form line, I mean, you were very competitive in only his second start behind a really good turf horse for Jeff Mullins by the name of Paxil Wallop uh, way back uh, in the Zuma Beach on October 9th. What, what about his chances stretching out quite a bit to a mile and one-eighth today? Well, if you go back and look at the, the races that he won down at Del Mar, that'll give you an indication that I don't think the distance is going to be a problem for him. Mm-hmm. He'll sit. He can sit and uh, find a position within the race itself. And then he has a very good uh, turn of foot at the end and uh, will most likely, I have a feeling, will be running. Uh, will be one of the last horses running to the wire. And listen, uh, a good friend of mine, Gary Studi, uh, uh, went to you guys. You're on the 8-5 to five morning line favorite in the very next race, race four today at Santa Anita, a horse by the name of Kiss My Cat. Comes off a nice win. I mean, just marched with Tiago uh, that day riding for Steve Knapp. But Gary keeps you up here today. You've got the rail at six furlongs. This, to me, looks like a really, really nice spot for you. Kiss My Cat ran really well when uh, he uh, dropped in 
off of the $20,000 claim for 12.5. The other one came back and said, man, this horse was, I was never in any danger from the start of the race. But what's interesting about this particular race, even though he's moving up to 20, is that it's a non-winners of three. And that makes it, uh, that makes it a conditional race, which to me seems like he's in a perfect spot to repeat his last effort. Last thing, you're on a 10 to 1 morning line shot who showed a lot of ability early in his career. I think he needed his last race. He'd been away about 10 months. This is an 8-year-old gelding by the name of Colt Fiction, originally with Bill Spar, bred by a, a longtime friend of mine. I think a lot of people have been in racing uh, through the decades here in California know uh, uh, Bobby Mitchell. He used to be R.K. Mitchell in the program when he was training back in the 70s into the early 80s. Colt Fiction on the far outside today, uh, going six and a half on dirt, I think he could run a lot better. You're live here at 10 to 1, I think, Derek. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Mike. Uh, Colt Fiction's got a good shot to to uh, to, to win uh, this afternoon's race, the eighth race. Um, what's great is that it's another opportunity for Tiago to uh, try and win a race for Phil D'Amato. And uh, by Minister's Wildcat, who's one of those hard-knocking stallions in California, mm-hmm. who basically I think is at the end of his, uh, oh, I think he's, uh, yeah, he's at the end of his breeding career. But anyway, Ministers Wildcats, they, they've always run well, so I think we've got a real good shot there. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll try and uh, win a few more than uh, just one race today. And, and last thing, Derek, I, I know it was a bitter pill, you know, when you parted company uh, with, with Flavion Pratt, but hey, you know, life begins with the sun coming up, and here you are and with a really, really successful jock. You had a great uh, winter meet at Santa Anita. I mean, things are looking good with Tiago Pereira. Well, it just took us a while to get together. He asked me last summer to go to work for him, and I wanted to change things up, change things up a bit. And uh, but let me tell you something. I look at that Kentucky Derby ring that I bought uh, from uh, four years ago, and uh, things like that. Uh, things happen in life, but I've still got the uh, the accomplishments that I put together uh, with the last rider, and um, it's uh, it's a great situation moving with Tiago. Because it's a no uh, no hassle with that young man. He's a uh, he's a pleasure to work with, and uh, we're going to continue doing uh, doing what we know how to do is win races. Derek Lawson, I'm sorry you had to buy that Kentucky Derby ring, but wear it proudly. Good luck today with Tiago at Santa Anita. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right. Agent Derek Lawson from Santa Anita. We're going to take our first time out, and we're coming back strong here. Michelle Yu going to be pinch hitting for John Lindo, who is uh, away on a very busy work weekend up to Las Vegas. Michelle Yu and uh, Orlando Gutierrez in the next segment. Stay with us. A whole lot of show left. Someday you better take care if I find you've been creeping around my backstairs. Radio. AM 830. Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service, and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. 
Make the Le Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Le Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. Betonbruce.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always a accommodating we can't wait to go back there you have it take the 605 to the 405 exit at seal beach boulevard west to pacific coast highway and you're there at 16401 pch go ahead and get away for the day make your sunset suites reservations now at 562-592-2292 that's sunset suites at 562-592-2292 life's a beach so enjoy it at sunset suites From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's 
Nemo's is as state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnet, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Well, you won't get a lemon. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. Indeed, and we certainly lament the passing of the great Gordon Lightfoot. Hey, listen, folks, a lot of uncertainty in the economy. Uh, one thing I don't think there's any, any uh, uncertainty about, and that is interest rates are going to continue to go up. It's just a matter of how much and when. That said, listen, you know, sometimes a guy will say, hey, let's go outside. Uh, why wait? Listen, if you're looking for a new or previously owned vehicle, why wait? Get a hold of the Wilson Automotive Group right now. Great supporters of racing and of this show. Listen, the Wilson Automotive Group, they've got unbeatable pricing, and I can tell you from multiple uh, previous purchases uh, at Toyota of Orange, they have got unsurpassed customer service. A caller click today, Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota or Villa Ford of Orange. You're looking for that brand new F50 truck. Inventories are full. Check out the Wilson Automotive Group, great supporters of the show and of this great game, Thoroughbred Racing. Uh, let's get up somewhere near Santa Anita, I think just off the 605, and we're going to say hello to the uh, incredibly talented, the great Michelle Yu. How you doing, Michelle? Oh, I'm all right, Mike. Well, uh, thanks for taking time. I have to believe you've got Olivia and Spencer with you, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, now what are you doing? You're, you're taking care of the babies this morning, is that it? Yep, right now I'm finishing up stalls so I can ride. Well, that's what they're there for. Yeah, Olivia cleans her horse's stall and maybe one other. Spencer <laughs> will go clean up all the poop, but he doesn't pick up the tea spot. So you got to come back and do them. Well, TMI. But anyway, uh, <laughs> listen, Michelle, I know you're busy. Nine races today. First of all, your take on the Derby, if you can. Uh, I mean, I was very happy. My... Picks hit the top three, and I cashed big yesterday. I had a great day of gambling, so uh, thumbs up for me. And, and Michelle, anybody who's ever been around you, and they don't have to be that close, when you're when you're when you're gambling, you let it out. I mean, oh yeah, you don't hold back, do you? No, there's no holding back. And to be fair, I'd use two fills, obviously, so I was happy with him, yeah. and I really like Larry Ravelli and his owners that come on our show for um, the owners' box that we have, and so I was thinking like, oh my gosh, they're going to pull this off. And I was okay with either outcome, um, but it was a very cool 
stretch run, I'll tell you that. Well, two fills almost pulled it off. Ran too good to lose. By the way, the winner, uh, Maj, got a uh, 105 buyer, Michelle. We need a, a best bet today at Santa Anita, and then you got to go get on a horse. My best bet today comes in the opener. It's Albaya Deer, uh, Jeff Mullins' horse. Ever since they pretty much put this horse sprinting on the turf against either claiming company or the starter company, been a pretty consistent performer. Um, I think that he's going to have a nice trip today, even though Droddle on the inside. And for me, that's uh, every time I look at their horse, I'm like, oh, this horse is good, but Albaya Deer is better. So best bet for me. Okay, I'll buy a deer number two in Irish bread. Umberto Rispoli, Jeff Mullins, five to two on John White's morning line. That's going to be Michelle Yu's best bet for radio. Michelle, are you on the desk today or are you out reporting? I am on the desk, myself and uh, Jessica Pfeiffer. Okay, terrific. Thanks so much, Michelle. Have a great morning. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. A very busy Michelle Yu. And now we uh, slide down Catella and say hello to Orlando Gutierrez where at Los Alamitos where nobody had the pick six last night, Orly. No, uh, Mike, they did have to pick six, uh, so we are adding $10,000. Oh, nobody uh, had it at Santa Anita. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they paid $21,000 here on Los Alamitos in the pick six, and uh, the the way the payout went is uh, the biggest shot on the board, one sweet duck, ended up winning the 10th race. That was the running of the Miss Princess handicap, 27 to 1, one sweet duck, takes the victory. And you talk about the ups and downs of, uh, of racing the owner, Lex Fabrizio, uh, he was all hyped up for this filly in the Wild West Futurity. She was the big, big favorite in that race. Mm-hmm. Just had a terrible, terrible trip, got slammed around. Uh, and this time around, as the longest shot gets that stakes win finally, and he said, you know, we knew that we were going to get a stakes win eventually. Never expected it to be uh, tonight. One winning ticket last night uh, paid 21000 Any report on where that was uh, purchased? Not yet, Mike, but uh, we'll definitely try to figure that out. The last time that we had a big, big payout, uh, it came through an uh, express bet uh, ticket. So uh, we'll see what happens on this one. We'll try to report it on our on our uh, social media. Okay, terrific. Listen, for, before we get a best bet, what's happening with the two-year-olds? And I'm asking you because we got the Ed Burke a Million Trials uh, coming up on May 28th. Things are beginning to take shape. What can you tell us? Well, they're they're racing. We got lots of them running. We had uh, six uh, races for two-year-olds last week. We have seven this week. We had five last night, and uh, we're really starting to see some outstanding uh, runners that uh, look really strong for the Edward Million Trials. Last night, market analyst, actually Michael Rona's top pick uh, on the John Lindo show, came through with a super effort. Market analyst uh, half. Uh, brother to uh, a runner by the name of Mornings with Maria, who qualified to a couple of nice situations last year. He's mm-hmm. definitely one to watch. And next level up from the from trainer Lindolfo Diaz looked really, really good as well. Looked really sharp in his workout and then came through with a hard-fought victory last night. So those are a couple of horses that we got to watch as we get closer to the Edbrook Million Trials. We'll have a couple of more two-year-old races tonight. So uh, they're rolling. Okay, you got ten races overall. You get started uh, at five fifty-five p.m. Uh, where do we want to go for radio, Orlando? For radio, we'll go to race number three, and I'll go with his lining, the number five horse, five to two in the morning. I'm not a huge price, but Jesus Uranga, Ricardo Ramirez, always a top connection here at Los Alamitos. Battleborn Racing is the owner. Of this horse uh, first out here at Los Alamitos at a thousand yards. One handily, and I think with that type of a race, just a repeat should be very tough. Any type of an improvement 
to see Tis Lightning get to the winner's circle. Okay, and uh, that could be some good theater on television because Battleborn Racing, that's our good friend Nick, Nick Hines, the Sarge, Absolutely. who works Absolutely. for FanDuel uh, post-time for Race 3 tonight, folks. You can check it out on FanDuel at 645 Pacific. Listen, Orlando, I know you had a big crowd there for the Derby Day card uh, from Churchill Downs, all the simulcast action around the country, uh, and you'll have more of the same for the Preakness in 13 days. Absolutely right. Our attendance was actually up last night. Vessels Club and Burgers both were packed. Uh, so thank you to everyone that supported uh, uh, coming out for the live action uh, last night. Also for the simulcasting, we had a lot of them that stuck around to enjoy live racing. So thank you to all the listeners that came out. Orlando, thanks to you. Great job. Really appreciate it every single week here on air and everything you do uh, in print uh, and promotionally there at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Uh, thanks so much. Have a great day and night. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate you as well. All right. We're going to step aside, folks, and uh, we'll be coming back strong. Millie Ball unavailable today. Toby Terrell running the anchor lap. This is Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And a, a quick programming note, the voice of Santa Anita, the great Frank Miramati. He's also going to be the voice, the full-time voice for the first time of Saratoga Racecourse this summer. So don't miss Frank, his take on the Derby. And hopefully we can make some money. He'll be at the top of the next hour. Don't go away. Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Well, you won't get Racing fans with the Kentucky Derby behind us, make plans to join us here at spectacular Santa Anita for the second jewel in racing's Triple Crown, the Preakness Stakes from Baltimore, Maryland, a week from next Saturday, May 20th. Admission gates open early on Preakness Day at 7.15 a.m., so make your dining and seating reservations now at SantaAnita.com. Looking ahead, be here for some of the best racing in America on Memorial Day, Monday, May 29th, as we'll have three grade one stakes, the Hollywood Gold Cup, the Shoemaker Mile, and the Gamely for Phillies and Mares at a mile and one-eighth on turf. And fans, join us each Friday with first post time at 1 p.m. We've got free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. That's each Friday throughout our Hollywood meet. Don't forget our infield family fun zone is back each weekend with pony rides, inflatable jumpers, and more. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always 
accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard, west to Pacific Coast Highway, and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at sammysoriginal.com. Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. I can see her looking fast in her faded jeans. She's a hard loving woman, got me feeling me. Sometimes I think it's a shame when I get feeling better when I'm feeling no pain. Sunday. Welcome back. Final segment, Hour 1, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hey, listen, folks, if you're going racing today and you can't make it out to Santa Anita, a terrific uh, option in North Orange County, Sammy's Original, first post time, seven days a week at Sammy's, is at 10 a.m. Now, they'll be open early on Preakness Day. Uh, that'll be a week from next Saturday. Sammy's Original, uh, where they've got a ton of clerks and all kinds of self-bet machines on. And, of course, they've got 10-year anniversary uh, 
drink and food specials. That's Sammy's Original, where the 5 and the 405 collide uh, at Lake Forest Drive. And also, if you're out towards San Dimas, Glendora, heading toward the Inland Empire, uh, get in and say hello to uh, Armin and his staff at the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Again, an outstanding food and beverage presentation. You can say hello quite often to Bob Ike out there. Tremendous customer service. Audio-visual is just the way it should be. They're on top of everything, uh, you know, including uh, their menu. And I can I can personally attest they do it right out there. They take care of the customer at the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Well, let's get up to Santa Anita right now and say hello to a good friend, top private clocker, Toby Terrell of Winner's Card. Toby, good morning. How are you? Mike, I'm doing great. I just uh, reflecting on yesterday. First off, uh, by all accounts, um, tremendous day here at the track. The party lived up to its billing. Uh, but on a, a biggest note of all, perhaps for the sport, I just have to say that when you can handle four hundred and twenty million dollars uh, in yep. four days of racing, yep, and two hundred and seventy-five thousand people. Uh, you're talking about billions, which I don't think any other business, perhaps, that you could think of in the country uh, could do those kind of numbers and business. So I just want to accentuate that horse racing, showing uh, the depth uh, and the foundation of uh, hopefully something to build on here. No question. And I led led the show this morning with some of those numbers. Phenomenal. You know, they broke all records last year, and then we come back this year and they exceed everything. And that was with a lot of the negative publicity leading into Derby Day. And obviously we had the, you know, the, the terrible news early in the day. We had two racing fatalities. But, uh, you know, we, we still have tremendous interest and enthusiasm for this game. Is it perfect? No. Tell me what is. But uh, it, it's just, it's very, very encouraging. I agree with you, Toby. At Santa Anita, we pretty much matched what we did last year. Uh, On-track attendance, 14,509, and it was festive. Believe me, Toby, it really was. Uh, and the on-track handle, uh, $2.6 million. Total handle yesterday, $15.1 million, uh, at Santa Anita. So a good, solid, and I may add, safe day. So uh, some very, very encouraging signs. Well, I agree. Yesterday's card was fantastic. Uh, I, I believe the way it turned out, especially the last uh, several races uh, on the card, and, uh, you know, you have to remember also uh, losing the favorite uh, the morning of the race. That's and right. To still have that not reflect on the handle. To me, it's a gigantic sign. I, I thought it would have, you know, put a dent in it. Maybe it did. But <laughs> if it did, that's even more amazing. Listen, let's get down to brass tacks. The sixth race today. I know this is a horse you uh, have been following for some time now. Half-brother to the multiple grade one stakes winning Philly, fun to dream. Also trained by Bob Baffert, and uh, his name is Cowboy Mike. Juan Hernandez, uh, back from Louisville. Uh, he's aboard 5-2 to two morning line favorite here in a field of 12 maidens going six furlongs. Is he going to be your top selection there? Yeah, we're going back to him. He didn't really leave the gate uh, well enough Agreed. to win last time out, and that, I believe, was the key. Uh, but uh, since then, uh, he just came back, and uh, you can watch it on XBTV and decide for yourself, but he gave Taba everything and more uh, in the last workout here, and I think that just speaks for itself. 
So hopefully today he breaks and uh, lives up to the storybook uh, ending. Uh, this horse was named after the husband uh, of uh, Connie Pegler, and the, uh, they were she stayed in the breeding business just to get a horse to name it after him and his legacy in racing. So. Mm-hmm. I hope the story gets the right ending today. And good friends of the Bedecker family. Uh, of course, uh, your mom, a Bedecker, and your Uncle Bob, and so on and so forth. Uh, your Uncle Rick, uh, you're steeped in it. But uh, uh, Cowboy Mike, owned and bred by Connie Pegler, a three-year-old colt by Smiling Tiger out of that multiple grade one stakes producing mare, uh, Lutess. How about a best bet? Is that going to be it, Toby? Well, I don't want to put too much pressure on his trainer, uh, Mr. Baffert, but I, I think he can handle it. Uh, the horse in the uh, eighth race today, uh, Murray, I loved him last time out. Spirit of Makina, the horse that won that race, he'll be in graded stakes and maybe even in a grade one. Anarchist, the horse that was second, is a dandy of a horse. Uh, this race today, uh, I believe with that race under his belt, he is the class of this field. He trained big. In and out of the race, so no excuses for Murray, uh, again, uh, going to that guy, J.J. Hernandez. Okay, and uh, Murray been favored in three out of his four starts. He won first time out at 5-2. At, uh, to two. I mean, he, he won off by almost 11 lengths. So, anyway, uh, hoping for the best today. Murray, number two, in race eight, 5-2 to two on the morning line. That's uh, Toby Terrell's best bet. Pick up winner's card, the best $5 you're going to spend going to the races, or you can catch it online at casetherace.com. Thanks so much, Toby. Okay, Mike. Stay tuned, folks. The voice of Santa Anita and Saratoga Racecourse, Frank Miramati, with us at the top of the next hour. That and much, much more. This is Thoroughbred L.A. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels baseball is less than four hours away here on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimmel's Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimmel's, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23 221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original. 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest. And online at Sammy'sOriginal.com. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 
24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena, and greater L.A. area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-448-6455. Mention Thoroughbred L.A. Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. Racing fans with the Kentucky Derby behind us make plans to join us here at spectacular Santa Anita for the second jewel in racing's Triple Crown, the Preakness Stakes from Baltimore, Maryland, a week from next Saturday, May 20th. Admission gates open early on Preakness Day at 7.15 a.m., so make your dining and seating reservations now at SantaAnita.com. Looking ahead, be here for some of the best racing in America on Memorial Day, Monday, May 29th, as we'll have three grade one stakes, the Hollywood Gold Cup, the Shoemaker Mile, and the Gamely for Phillies and Mares at a mile and one-eighth on turf. And fans, join us each Friday with first post time at 1 p.m. We've got free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. That's each Friday throughout our Hollywood meet. Don't forget our infield family fun zone is back each weekend with pony rides, inflatable jumpers, and more. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide-open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Thoroughbred owners and breeders, if you're looking for a full-service, professionally managed facility right here in Southern California, look no further than George Yeager's BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. From conception to starting gate, from breeding, mare care and foaling, to racetrack preparation, and state-of-the-art rehabilitative care, BG Thoroughbred Farm is the place for you. Owned by George Yeager and managed by Marcos Menabar, BG Thoroughbred Farm is located atop 51 acres of prime sandy loam and is just 90 minutes from Santa Anita, Del Mar, and Los Alamitos. With a 5-H mile training track that includes a starting gate, BG has 28 pastures with year-round grass, along with a layup barn that includes run-out pins and numerous sand pins for turnouts that'll keep your horse safe and ready to return to racing. For more information or to schedule a tour, visit BGThoroughbredFarm.com or give Marcos Menavar a call at 951-654-9100 BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hammett. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. There they go. Oh, lost the rider. Native diver is going to the front. Gamely and rising market, nose and nose. And Gamely is the winner by a nose rising. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by Spectacular Santa Anita Park, proud host of the Breeders' Cup World Championships in November. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, taken from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and youth vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. Come see us and check out our stallion roster for 2023. Visit our website or schedule an in-person farm tour with Marcos Menabar. By Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling by the Raggedy Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein, betonbruce.com. By the all-new Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week. At the Derby Room, by the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Mary Jungers and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just a sandwich from the Great Race Place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabria, and once again, a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Listen, before we get to Frank Miramati, folks, uh, as often happens, as always happens, on Kentucky Derby Day out west, uh, stakes performances are overshadowed, to put it mildly, but I don't want to go a minute further without acknowledging the California Bread of the Week, and that came in the $100,000 Lazaro Barrera yesterday, the sixth race on the card at Santa Anita, at the lone cow bread in the field, breaking from the rail the eric Krulljack trained one in vermilion and this was some kind of an effort he had to contend with a bob baffert tag team uh, that consisted uh, of hard to figure and tahoe sunrise 
Listen to this. Breaking from the rail, going seven eighths through splits of 22 and one, 45 flat, nine and three. He shrugged his shoulders and just opened up, did one in Vermilion under Hector Berrios uh, to stop the clock going seven eighths and 122 and three fifths effort. It's a big, big, big effort uh, from uh, one in Vermilion. He picked up 60,000 for the win and that boosted his earnings to $242,440 owned by Jonathan Callman, one in Vermilion by Army Mule out of the Any Given Saturday uh, Mayor Given Star. And uh, congratulations to the collect- connections there. And if you liked him, well, you got five to one in a four horse field and a twelve dollar mutual. Speaking of mutuals, we, we always get a big payoff when we go to the voice of Santa Anita. His name is Frank Miramati. He's with us right now. Hey Frank, good morning. How'd you pull up after Derby Day? Good morning, Mike. I, I pulled up uh, off in the left front. Uh, it was uh, the theme of the week. So uh, <laughs> my uh, my handicapping could have done a little uh, better than than it, than it was yesterday. But certainly, we had some great races. And uh, I'm I'm in complete agreement with you. That was a very nice effort by one in Vermilion, and uh, Eric Krulljack with these cowbreds, uh, just coming with a really nice horse. How about this horse? He's never even run against cowbreds, so he has all kinds of money ahead of him down the road. But the way he won, uh, the, the future is very bright for him. And, and then you know another stakes winner from yesterday we have not mentioned. This is the third folder race out of the the four time Eclipse Award winning mare Beholder. Her name is Tina Ella, and like Beholder, she's trained by the Hall of Famer Richard Mandela. Uh, Edwin Maldonado aboard for the first time today, yesterday. And you can see the game plan, Frank. You called the race uh, going uh, about six and a half down the hill. They didn't want Tina Ella emptying out early, and Maldonado was able to get her back a little bit, relaxed off the pace, and then she showed a lot of heart late in prevailing by a neck in that grade three senorita. Yeah, she's young and she has immense talent. We haven't seen the best of her yet, no doubt about it. It looked like she was going to just completely annihilate that field at the top of the stretch. Ended up winning by a neck. The runner-up ran a strange race, but an excellent one, and that is Tom's regret. She was very unlucky to lose, Um, even even after I say that Tina Ella looked like she was going to to air it out. Tom's regret, trying the grass there, you know, it was a new thing. Maybe she was confused down the hill. It was just a weird situation because she looked done and then all of a sudden took off and just missed and uh and that silly showed a lot of promise early in her career so it'll be fun to watch what happens with thomas regret but they've opened a whole new door with the turf but once tina ella got on the grass you could see her level of class and and now you know with these two wins in the last three starts i just think that that she has a lot more to offer too so a lot of a lot of promise coming out of that uh, short field yesterday and as you know frank there's always additional pressure to whoever's training uh, the babies out of these superstar mares. You, you know, you think of Zenyatta. John Sheriffs has had several. And to be quite frank, throughout the years in racing, the superstar mares, they're, they're kind of hard-pressed to replicate themselves uh, as, as far as their get goes. It just doesn't happen that often. Look, the dam of the Kentucky Derby winner was running at Suffolk down, so you just never know yeah. who's going to produce. We saw California Chrome. Maiden 8 winner. Pardon <laughs> me? Yeah, exactly. Maiden 8. His, but, his uh, dam, yeah. Look, yeah, Beholders was, was so special, and, and I think her daughter has some, some heavy-duty promise, which is going to be cool. Frank, I don't know if you heard Hour 1, but we covered a whole lot of things uh, regarding this, the overall situation at Church of Don's. First of all, though, Want to get your take on the race, and 
the hypothetical uh, of Forte. Now, Mays yesterday, hey, horses get good, and he certainly did. I mean, he had a lot to overcome, and especially being only his fourth career start, Forte had beaten him a couple of times. But looking at looking at it, you know, after the fact, of, what do you think Forte would have done had he been in the field, Frank? Well, I mean, you know, it, it appears pretty obvious what he would have done. He would have he would have done what he has done throughout his career. Win. And he would have been right there with these guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can't say for sure he would have won. But if you think about it, he had a little more tactical speed than Mage. And so, therefore, you know, even though he came from behind him last time, Mage made that early move on him, he could have theoretically been a little bit ahead of him. Again, we have no idea what happened. It takes so much luck to win the Derby. Sure does. And take nothing away from the winner. But, you know, that had to be a sick feeling for the connections because the horse that, you know, look, everyone, not everyone, so many people were, you know, skeptical about Forte's performance. Even though he won the Kerlin Florida Derby, they, they were saying, oh, you know, he was all out, he was washy. This, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he got there anyway. And the horse who he beat, who looked home, ended up winning the Kentucky Derby. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a rough pill to swallow. And, uh, you know, you got to be resilient. This is a very tough thing to do. To win the Kentucky Derby, there's only one of them. And uh, it, it, was, it was Major's Day. Sometimes you just can't fight destiny. This was meant to be. How about our George Wolf Memorial Award winner, Javier Castellano, one of the classiest guys yep. um, in racing, as has been noted by everybody. I, you love when you see that kind of thing. There's Everyone's just talking about what a good man he is. And look, what a great rider. And look what he's overcome with some injuries himself. And, you know, he's always wanted to have this opportunity. And, and it presented itself probably you know, far after he hoped it would happen. He won all those Eclipse Awards, and he wasn't winning the Derby. So it was his time, and it was the time for Mage and uh, Son of Good Magic, a uh, very nice uh, son of Curlin. So, look, um, it was it was meant to be. I, I feel bad for the connections of Forte. I think Todd Pletcher is just such a class act. He handles everything so well. His other horse, who I liked, Appetrice, didn't lift up. And he was right next to Mage early, so there was really no excuse for him, um, you know, he just didn't have it, and you have to have everything go your way on the first Saturday in May, and two fills ran an amazing race, and uh, those two just uh, won it. Angel Vampire took dead aim, but you know couldn't get closer right. in a length and a half, and uh, I think the right horse won. I think he deserved it. I don't think there was anything fluky about it. He had to go through and navigate and, and then come with a wide bid, and, and he won it. But to, to answer your question on Forte, certainly that's got to be a little bit bitter, and hopefully... He will go and, uh, and and show up in a couple of weeks and be okay, and, and these guys can have a little rematch again in the Preakness. You know, Frank, uh, Angel of Empire ended up being the 4-1 to one, uh, post-time favorite, and the second choice narrowly was your top pick, Tappet Trice, off uh, off at nine to two, Tappet Trice uh, ended up being uh, seventh, beat a, a length and a quarter by a horse I was involved with, Dermasadagaki. But uh, fortunately, hey, it was a cleanly run race for the most part. There's always going to be some uh, some jostling and so on when you're talking about that many horses. And in this this running, it, w- it was 18 due to the number of scratches and so on. But uh, can't take anything away from the winner. I mean, he was well off the pace early. Javier Castellano, 0 for 15 in the Derby lifetime, a four-time Eclipse champion jockey. Uh, but it hadn't happened for him there in, in Louisville. So uh, congratulations to him. You know, another guy, 
Uh, we talked about him a lot last week. We honored him on Friday at Santa Anita. He's going to be going into the Hall of Fame. You'll be there uh, at Saratoga Springs on August 4th. Corey Nakatani, Senok was 0 for 11 in the Kentucky Derby. So some of the all-time greats, you know, they, they, never, they never really had the horse to get it done with, and maybe they had some bad luck and didn't win when they maybe could have. It, it's just uh, so much luck comes into play, no doubt about that. And when you're at an airport and you run into a fan, the only question they're going to ask yeah. you whether you're an owner, a trainer, yeah. or a jockey. Hey, have you ever won the Kentucky Derby? You know, people used to ask me when I when I would meet them, and they would say like, uh, you know, I, I said I, I announce horse races, and you know, the first question they'll say, but you know, the, the last, you know, about the Kentucky Derby, I say, hey, listen, I, I've called races in Kentucky. Now, I didn't tell him that it was at Paducah, Kentucky, but I think <laughs> it was in Kentucky. It sounded good, right? Yeah, bluegrass down. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, Frank, uh, the Derby is the Derby. And just, you know, anybody, all of us involved in the game, I mean, it hurts when you have the kind of mishaps that, that, that happened leading into game day and then to have the two fatalities early on the card, Frank. And I certainly don't have all the answers, but, boy, it was a whole lot of misfortune uh, in a short period of time. If there's ever a group that can empathize with any of the pain felt in Louisville, it's the group here in Arcadia, That's California. Right. We've been through a lot, and you know we've we've done everything we possibly can. I, I know that some horsemen have complained about some of our protocols and such, but in the end, you know we love our sport and we need to keep our sport strong and and, and going the way it is. So, you know we're all doing the best we can. I know Churchill Downs is doing the best they can. And, and uh, you know every, everyone's trying their best, and that's all we can possibly do. And everyone's in this together. It's a, it's a sport, and there's nothing quite like the Kentucky Derby. I'll tell you, it was nice to see the crowd at Santa Anita yesterday walking in by El Mercado um, from the seminar uh, studio just to see so many people all excited about being at the races, and, and yeah. that's what we love to see. There's nothing quite like the on-track, you know, good crowd experience. I, I will say this. I've said this before. Uh, I didn't run into a soul that was, you, you know, down and uh, about – maybe some of the problems they're there to have a good time and that's what we need to be focused on period no doubt no doubt real i'll tell you the only thing i was worried about when you look around we need younger people out there i mean the demographic report just a quick eye shot through the grandstand older people uh like us and so we need to get some of the younger people to enjoy this deal speak for yourself frank (laughs) yeah (laughs) but no question No question about it, but uh, that said, it was a good day on track. And, uh, oh, great day. You know, and, and again, whatever we do on Kentucky Derby Day is, is overshadowed. That's never going to change. Like, you know, Martin Pedroza, he used to be the man at Hollywood Park on Derby Day. I can remember him winning six races over there, and nobody knew about it. But uh, right, right. the money spent just fine. Yeah. Yeah, the big I guys out of town. I Edwin quote yesterday. Edwin, Edwin was very grateful for the opportunities that he had yesterday. You know, to ride a horse like Tina Ella to win that deal. And he won another race in a vintage wire-to-wire performance for Pete Ertin with Dean Martini. So, you know, look, people get a chance to step up. And uh, Abdul Al-Sagor, a guy that not many people are going to be familiar with, winning three races, uh, you know, he's taking advantage of every opportunity. And you know, even though you get a weight break, you still can't make mistakes. And, and he didn't, and he had some nice wins yesterday. So it's fun to watch that deal. And, and it's, it's similar at years at Breeders' Cup time. Um, when, when there have been when there have been moments where some of the uh, under the radar connections get opportunities, and, and it's good to see when they capitalize. You know, another thing, Frank. He didn't say it after the race, but I bet you if we could have hooked up last night, 
you know, off-site, uh, Maldonado would have said, yeah, you know, this win with Tina Ella, it was sweet for a lot of different reasons. Uh, hey, number one, the fact that her, her mother is beholder, but... You know, Edwin is typecast as a guy who uh, who gets it done on the lead, and he does. Nobody's better out of the gate. But here was a case where Mandela wanted this Philly kind of taken back a little bit, and he did it, and and did it in style, and got her to hang on and win by a neck. Uh, he's a very very talented guy, and a lot of people forget he's the guy that actually def- dethroned the aforementioned uh, Pedroza out at out at Fairplex Park. Yeah, it's something you don't think about. When you think about Fairplex, the first you know names that come to mind, Pedroza and David Flores, of course. But uh, Edwin did a great job out there as well. And, and look, even me, I followed this pretty closely. I, I, I don't think of Edwin as a, as a Fairplex guy in, in that time. Listen, Frank, uh, we got some, some ground to cover here. Uh, yep. I, I know you're in touch with Bob Baffert, and I, I said in hour one, I kind of breathed a big sigh of relief after the Derby yesterday because... I think, you know, we can get all this stuff as far as him being out at Churchill in the rearview mirror and move forward and, and uh, not have to be transferring horses and try and keep track of that and so on. So that's a very, very welcome thing. I know he's looking forward to running this half-brother to fund to dream, the multiple grade one winning Philly, Cowboy Mike, back uh, today. He's the 5-2 to two morning line favorite in the sixth race. He was 4-5 to five first time out. Didn't really break that sharply, Frank. What about his chances? I mean, I, I think he has a chance, but I don't. I didn't feel, and he better improve. That's my opinion. That would be right. my first instinct on him because, at the end of the day, he, he you know Tapatio Leo was coming off that layoff and uh, came with some real good speed. I happened to just watch that race yesterday. There must have been someone coming out of there that I was handicapping for our seminar. But I, I, I don't know. I think he needs to improve. I wouldn't want to be taking four to five on him again. I'm certainly rooting for those connections because my main man Bob Bedecker is involved. With the owner, mm-hmm. uh, Tommy Pogler, and uh, and so certainly, and Smiling Tiger, I'm a big fan of. I, I I'm proud of the work I've done for Smiling Tiger with regard to promoting him over the last eight or nine years. Um, Carol's comic running right by him worried me a little bit. So I, I I was looking at that race, and I'll tell you, you know, sometimes you just look and you see John White putting three to one on a horse who hasn't run since 2021. My instinct would tell me to maybe worry about Devil Be Me. That horse must be training well. And yep. that's why we have a great morning line odds maker like John. You can look at the line, and, and he does a lot of the work for you. This horse is obviously training well, or he would never be three to one off a long layoff like that. So that would be my concern for Cowboy Mike. But um, if he wins, I'm certainly, a, you know, I'm a, a big fan of Fun to Dream. who won all those CCBA awards, and that was a real fun night. I get, I've emceed that thing for a long time, and, and it's fun to see the same uh, success with with siblings and and such, so I, I'm I'll be rooting for Cowboy Mike, but I, I wouldn't want to take four to five. Frank, before we get a, a best bet, uh, I, I gotta believe that Forte. Uh, I saw something about early favorite for for the Preakness, which is 13 days away. First of all, we don't even know if he's going to run. We hope he is, but I don't know. Todd might just go back to New York. What what do you think is next? I don't know because Mike Rapoli is such a competitive guy and, and so on that end. And I know they, you know, look, here's the thing I would say. They were so disappointed. And if you read between the lines, by the way, great interview by Kate and Bradar to, you know, get Mike to just talk openly uh, on FanDuel TV about the whole situation. But if you listen closely to that interview and what Mike was basically saying, you know, he, you know, he felt he's fine. And so if, in fact, they felt, and they did, that he should have run yesterday, i got to believe he needs to show up in two weeks 
because that's their whole speech mm-hmm. is that he was fine. There was no problem, right? The interesting part to me is I listened to a long interview uh, with Jonathan Kinchin and Mike Rapoli on JK Plus One, and, and Mike is one of the believers that the Triple Crown should be spaced out, you know, further because, you know, two weeks, he said that the horses are not, you know, um, you know, as durable or whatever the word would be as they used to be. I, I, I strongly disagree with that, by the way. I, I really hope that never changes. That was, that's like the one thing in racing that's so perfect. So mm-hmm. I, I hope, I hope somehow, some way, no one is able to overturn what is a tremendous tradition, and we have to put asterisks by future Triple Crown winners. I hope that never happens. But nevertheless, it, it would be ironic that he would be the guy that now comes in with a fresh horse against the Derby winner. I just think it has to happen. If this horse is indeed fine, right. I, I hope he shows up, and he should show up for the – look, he's a sportsman. You know, he likes, uh, he likes everything about his friends being out there. He talks so much about all of his friends and, and his family getting older and, you know, to win the Derby. I, I got to believe in his mind, knowing how competitive he is, that he would want to be at that Preakness to try to show that, you know, he had the potential triple crown horse in Forte. So, and I think that would be a great storyline. So I certainly hope it happens. Um, my, my gut tells me that if the horse is fine, he has to come. So I, I would think so, yes. I, I would like to see Forte there and that foot bruise uh, quickly healed. And, and let's, you know, let's uh, show them a, a big uh, get-together at a fun place. I've been to two Preakness races. What a great place that is for that event. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a party like no other because all the excitement is there. You've got the Derby winner. It's just two weeks later. All the hype is ready. Are we going to have a potential Triple Crown winner? And there'd be nothing better than Forte to show up to try to spoil that situation. I like the uh, the trainer's comment when, when asked about the Preakness uh, right after the race yesterday. He said, let's just take a couple days to enjoy this. And to me, that's the right answer. Let, let's just go ahead, see how he eats up. And, you know, is everything cold and... You know, we'll 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 just kind of let him tell us. To me, that's the the only approach. Right, and and he'll he'll be there. Believe me, those guys are going to be right there looking for more. How do you how do you not go with that horse uh, right back? He's he's a beautiful colt, and and he certainly performed once again. I mean, his last couple of races have been amazing. You know, I, the funny thing is, I love. You ever listen to any handicapping seminar I've ever done? I am the biggest fan of lightly raced horses. That's one of my favorite angles in big races. I didn't give this horse a chance, and he just blew right by everybody. But it's weird, because normally that's my kind of horse, with just a few starts. That's what I love, all that upside potential. And he did run great. I just uh, I didn't believe it, and I saw it now, and I am a believer today. And we're talking about Mage, of course, the winner of yesterday's Derby. Frank Miramati, let's get to it. Who's your best bet on the nine-race card today uh, in Arcadia? I'm going to go to the seventh race today. By the way, I haven't checked scratches, so I hope I'm not giving you a scratch course. But in the seventh race today, six furlongs on the turf. I like number five, Standing O. This horse uh, came back to the races last time off a long layoff. Was very keen out of the gate. Um, just kind of tugging and, and strangled early and, and had to be going down the hill. I think this is a better trip for him, six furlongs. And he did have a couple of photo finish victories uh, you know, on our turf course before that one at six furlongs, one at a mile. Uh, Reese Foley was aboard for that victory two starts back before he went on the layoff. I just think that with that tightener, he ran okay. There was nothing wrong with his effort last time out. You know, he just was too keen down the backstretch or down the hill. So uh, I'm looking for him to uh, you know, get it together, be a little tighter, and maybe pay 10 bucks. Standing O, uh, a number uh, uh, in race seven, number standing five. number five, coming off about a nine-month layoff, four to one. 
on the morning line. Hey, Frank, uh, it, it's always a pleasure. The Derby uh, is always fun. Uh, but as we said quite a bit in hour one, uh, we're, we're in a different time, different way of operating. People got to adjust. And certainly not everybody's going to agree about maybe much of anything. But, uh, you know, we got a lot in front of us and, and, a, and a, a precious, precious game to preserve. One quick thing to all the fans out there, you know, like huge payoffs again at the great race place. So, you know. Yeah, what about that pick five, Frank? You announced that I last mean, night. It's wild. It's wild. So if you just look over the last month or so, you know, because everyone talks about field size and this and that, these races are not perfectly handicappable all the time. And there are some extraordinary payoffs happening at Santa Anita Park. So I think those who like chalk and those who like prices, would love Santa Anita Park's wagering menu. We've got nine of them coming at you today, starting at 1 o'clock. And, and Frank, listen, real quick. Yesterday, you made that announcement, end of the day, and doggone it, I'm trying to find it. It, it, it was a massive payoff in the late pick five. Yeah, 50, four, yeah four, four winning tickets, $86,062. Phenomenal. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah, no, there, there were some... There were some uh, yeah, for some reason I thought it was like fifty thousand. I guess it was higher than that. Yeah, it was eighty six. I, I don't even remember reading eighty six thousand. That's wild. Um, but um, yeah, that, that's a big payoff. I, I thought it was about fifty when I read it, but uh, you know I'm getting older, so uh, I just read what's on the TV screen. But a huge payoff, and then you know we had that pick six that no one hit yesterday. So that would have been nice if someone could have hit that whole thing, but no one was able to even pick six winners. And then the day before we had the pick six. Hit at the Meadowlands well, on a seventy-six dollar ticket. Yeah, seventy-six dollar. It's like the old seven hundred and sixty-eight dollar two-dollar ticket. This one was the twenty-cent version, seventy-six eighty, and it was a group at the Meadowlands. I've got some friends on the East Coast. We were trying to find out who it was, but it was a group of just your regular old attendees that are out there, you know, battling it out, and and uh, and they hit it. And so that was pretty cool. They didn't, Frank. They, they didn't go to Drexel, yeah. did they? <laughs> Thanks no, for laughing. They just picked some winners. <laughs> All right, Frank, we'll see you for nine races today. Great job. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Frank Miramati, the voice of Santa Anita. We're going to step aside and uh, coming back with a whole lot of show, heading up to Las Vegas, Nevada, and check in with uh, uh, Bruce Finkelstein, Bob Mazursky. we got Toby Callett in South Florida, Jonathan Hardoon. Take two from the South Point in Las Vegas. Don't go away. AM830. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. 
the Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Racing fans with the Kentucky Derby behind us make plans to join us here at spectacular Santa Anita for the second jewel in racing's Triple Crown, the Preakness Stakes from Baltimore, Maryland, a week from next Saturday, May 20th. Admission gates open early on Preakness Day at 7.15 a.m., so make your dining and seating reservations now at SantaAnita.com. Looking ahead, be here for some of the best racing in America on Memorial Day, Monday, May 29th, as we'll have three great one stakes, the Hollywood Gold Cup, the Shoemaker Mile, and the Gamely for Phillies and Mares at a mile and one-eighth on turf. And fans, join us each Friday with first post time at 1 p.m. We've got free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. That's each Friday throughout our Hollywood meet. Don't forget our infield family fun zone is back each weekend with pony rides, inflatable jumpers, and more. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. The best of racing is always at Los Alamitos. On Sunday night, top fillies and mares face off in the $50,000 Miss Princess Handicap. The list of possible starters is full of top stakes winners, including champion Sweet Tess and recent stakes winners, Coalition Jessica Cruz, Remember Her, and more. And remember to play our early and late pick fours always with strong pools and thrilling racing action. Our early pick fours are always outstanding. Last Sunday's early pick four pool was over $200,000. Plus, our $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Last Sunday's total pick six pool was over $65,000. And remember, we have a traditional pick six with no jackpot provisions. It's a fun night at the track at Los Alamitos with the running of the Miss Princess Handicap. The best of racing, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. 
If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway, or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always a accommodating we can't wait to go back there you have it take the 605 to the 405 exit at seal beach boulevard west to pacific coast highway and you're there at 16401 pch go ahead and get away for the day make your sunset suites reservations now at 562-592-2292 that's sunset suites at 562-592-2292 life's a beach so enjoy it at sunset suites Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. Welcome back. Hour 2 Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Before we get up to Las Vegas, listen, folks, if you've got plumbing needs, residential or commercial, hey, why wait? As we said earlier regarding a, a newer previously owned vehicle with the Wilson Automotive Group, if you've got plumbing needs, get to it and get to it now. Get a hold of my good friends at Western Rooter, Larry and John Battaglia, along with Mike Glenn. Uh, again, whether residential or commercial, whatever your needs may be, 24-7, give them a call at Western Rooter at 626-448-6455, or you can reach them online at westernrooter.com. Western Rooter. The best in the West. Let's get out to Las Vegas and uh, say hello to Bruce Finkelstein on behalf of BetOnBruce.com. Hi, Bruce. How's it going, Mike? Good. How was your derby day? You know, I've had better days. Uh, a horse I really liked in the ninth race uh, I was waiting for called Far Bridge. 7-2 to on the line. They let that horse drift up to 6-1. to He got through, had the lead with about a jump to go, and guess who beat me? Mr. Kentucky Derby at the wire. Javier Castellano oh, with a 20-something to one shot. <laughs> I loved that horse yesterday at 6-1. to one, Got my price and got beat, no excuse. And then uh, kind of liked Angel of Empire, who ran great, actually. No issues with the trip. And, uh, you know, so some near misses, but a great day of racing, nevertheless. Yeah, a great day of racing, but certainly not without, uh, without issues, to put it mildly, Bruce. I, you know, I really have to say that I think that Churchill Downs made a public relations blunder, overreacted, and caused more controversy on themselves. Uh, there's nothing wrong with investigating Safi Joseph, but I think they created a firestorm when they uh, forced him to scratch all of his horses. He is not a multiple offending trainer, and I think they caused all of the bad press that was later to come. So I think they mm-hmm. did a disservice. And that, that's just the way I saw it. And I think that there's something called due process. And if they had a bad test on a horse, that's one thing. That's not the case. And I, get, I think they did a disservice uh, yesterday to the industry or a couple days ago with what they did to Sappy Joseph. That's I, my personal opinion. Bruce, you're entitled to it. I'll say this. I'm going to tell you something, partner. 
that negative uh, publicity was coming. It was absolutely coming in spades. I think that that move exacerbated. I, I don't know. I, 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 okay. I think they were seen as trying to be proactive, and then the roof caved in early in the day yesterday. Uh, you know, I, it's a classic no-win situation. Yeah. And the other yeah. hypothetical is, what if they let his horses run and, and it happens again? The, could you imagine? They, they'd have been calling for their scalps, they being, you know, the, the, the general media. It. It's just a no-win situation, Bruce. That's a better point. Maybe it is a no-win situation, but I think you know you're you're unfair to the trainer. These were these were freakish deaths. These were not breakdowns on the I, track. I understand or, that, right? So yeah. uh, you know, I, I, again, I, I that's just the way I saw it. And look, Mike, look at what happened. Okay, if if that would have happened, certainly you're right. Uh, the chances were probably pretty slim that he was going to have any further problems. He hasn't had any issues in the past. If he had been a, a pastime offender, Mike, I totally agree with the move, but he wasn't. And look at well, look at the results yesterday, you know, on the news. Every single local news affiliate, national news, that was their lead item, not the race, what happened to Churchill yeah, Downs. And, and Bruce, just my personal opinion, what Churchill Downs did had absolutely nothing to do with the, the, the negativity being the lead item. It was going to be the lead item. When you have two fatalities on the undercard with what happened in front of it, it hey, it's an avalanche. There's no stopping it. I think we see it a little different on that, but That's fine. I agree. I agree. I agree, though. It may have just been a no-win situation. So. All right, listen. Let's, let's get to brass tacks. Head up to uh, the East Bay Golden Gate Fields. They're a little light today. Uh, eight races, they get underway at 145. Yeah, and they've been... Uh, Pretty quiet on the turf there lately, Mike. Let me get to uh, my race. Let's go to the eighth race today. Uh, this is part of the Golden Hour. It's a great bet, by the way. The Golden Hour with the low takeout. I love the five dollar minimum uh, Golden Hour double. They tend to really overlay Mike with the five dollar minimum in play, and I love Steve Miotti's horse in the eighth race. The two Dick Best, who's run twice off a seven and a half month layoff was beating a nose the first time. And you might look at his last race and say, heck, he was 4-5, to five, big deal. He won the race by a half length he was supposed to win. Go back and watch the tape on this horse, Mike. This horse thought he was a jumper at the break. He went straight up in the air, was dead last, had to end up chasing with a lone speed. It was a 9-5 to five shot, had to rush into contention, and got the win. This was a much better-than-look effort. He would have won, I think, by a much larger margin with a better trip. He now transitions to a mile. He ran well as a uh, last year in a mile maiden race. He could be up closer on the lead in a race where they're going to go slow up front. Love that last race. You've got a, a real uh, aggressive rider in Brian Pena aboard. So race eight, let's go with the two. Dick Best at a healthy 6-1 to one on the morning line. You know, just one for four for Miati, claimed uh, by this guy Ivan Becerra. And they come right back uh, at the claim level, and uh, he looks to Brian Pena to get it done. As you said, 6-1. to one. Race 8 at Golden Gate Fields, post-time 524. And Bruce Finkelstein says it's number 2, Dick Best, uh, bred by uh, Nick Alexander here in California. Let's come south to Santa Anita, Bruce. Uh, a nine-race a nine card today, and we'll, we'll tee it up at 1 o'clock. Go to the first race. This is a horse you brought up earlier with uh, the uh, was it Derek Lawson you had early on the uh, right uh, 
Right. Uh, bringing up a horse that I thought ran super last race that Tiago Ferreira rides, and that's the, in the first race of the seven. Real fire, Mike. This was a super effort. Uh, another horse that had a bad start. She took a significant stumble at the break, had to race inside. You could see that uh, Rispoli was trying to steer her inside. He stayed inside, worked out a trip. He got into contention, angled off the rail, ran down Caterini, who had all the momentum this day. She earned this win, Mike. This was a huge performance. I think this Philly's figuring it out. She's won her last two sprint races at Santa Anita, but that last race was an absolute eye-catcher. She just takes a, a little baby step up in class. I think the only knock would be here, is there enough speed to set it up for her? That would probably be the only problem I would, I'd have with her, but love that last effort, and she'll be a decent price again. So race one, the seven, real fire, four to one on the morning line. And I think you'll get the four to one because people see, it sure looks like, uh, Rispoli is, is jumping off uh, to, to ride uh, for Jeff Mullins here, the two, Ali Bader, the Irish bred uh, at 5-2. to two. I, So the 4-1, to one, I, I think you'll get it, Bruce. I think so. I think you're right, and I think that's a great point. You know, a lot of, a lot of the players look at stuff like that. Rispoli is a more higher-profile rider than Pierre Pereira. I don't know that he's a better rider, but he's more <laughs> high-profile, and, you know, when he sticks with the, uh, with the horse with maybe the – you know, better known trainer. You know what? That's the horse that gets bet. What's up with uh, betonbruce.com this week? So we have, uh, we'll have full card analysis today with late races at Belmont, late pick four today at Gulfstream, at Gulfstream, mm. at Golden Gate. I'm sorry. Mike, uh, we'll be covering uh, just the norm. On Thursday, we do Churchill now and Belmont. We do best bets on Thursdays and then the normal stuff on Friday through Sunday. Uh, we have full card. Audios included. Check it out at betonbruce.com. Enjoyed the discussion, Bruce. Take care. Good luck. Have a, have a good one, Mike. You bet. Uh, we'll close this segment out with uh, top handicapper Bob Mazursky. Hey, Bob, good morning. Hey, good morning, Mike. Quick take on the Derby. Well, uh, you know, race set up well for a closer, and Mage took advantage. You know, congrats to him. I'm happy for Javier Castellano finally getting that first Derby win. You know, he's a great rider, great guy, and I'm glad he was able to get the, the job done. Nine races today. What are we going to do for radio? I am going to go to the last race of the day and take a horse that hasn't run for a long time. Numero Dix, number uh, nine, Jeff Mullen, Hector Berrios. Horse the first time gelding, taking the blinkers off. The horse has proven fresh. He won first time out overseas. So I'm hoping he'll fire his best shot off the bench. Number nine, Numero Dix in race nine. What a productive uh, jock trainer combination this has become. Hector Berrios and Jeff Mullins. Bob Mazursky says it's number nine, Numero Dix, an English bred, uh, in race nine, five to one on the morning line. Have a terrific day, Bob. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. Take care. One last thing, folks. If you're thinking about coming out to Santa Anita for the Breeders' Cup, got a lot of people listening all over the country, including my good friend Ray Sabil down there in Lafayette. Uh, why don't you think about the Le Meridian right across the street from the great race place? You can give them a call, 626-777-6699. Ask for the Thoroughbred LA rate. Uh, Mention the promo code S is in Sam at 9498 if you want to go to Marriott.com. That's the promo code S. 9498 and please say hello to Katie Green over there and tell her you heard about it right here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles we're going to take our final break coming back real quick like going to get down to South Florida say hello to Toby Callett and then take two with Jonathan Hardoon of the Raggers and Sheets from the South Point in Las Vegas stay with us
Bills Radio. AM 830. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Racing fans with the Kentucky Derby behind us, make plans to join us here at spectacular Santa Anita for the second jewel in racing's Triple Crown, the Preakness Stakes from Baltimore, Maryland, a week from next Saturday, May 20th. Admission gates open early on Preakness Day at 7.15 a.m., so make your dining and seating reservations now at SantaAnita.com. Looking ahead, be here for some of the best racing in America on Memorial Day, Monday, May 29th, as we'll have three great one stakes, the Hollywood Gold Cup, the Shoemaker Mile, and the Gamely for Phillies and Mares at a mile and one-eighth on turf. And fans, join us each Friday with first post time at 1 p.m. We've got free parking and admission along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. That's each Friday throughout our Hollywood meet. Don't forget our infield family fun zone is back each weekend with pony rides, inflatable jumpers, and more. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always 
accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard, west to Pacific Coast Highway, and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit. And welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Uh, I think we're still waiting to get Toby Cowell. Is that right, Jake Rich? Yes. I, either a nod or a shake would suffice. You got him. Okay, good enough. All right. I, we might actually be on the golf course down there. I'm not quite sure. But we're going to find out. Good morning, Toby. How are you? Waiting for you. <laughs> well, I'm at the mercy of Jake Rich. He's in here. He's he's a little bit. His eyes are a little red, but he assures me he didn't work last night. He was in early. Anyway, uh, great a to very have you. Capable hands, indeed. Very capable hands, Jake. Indeed. Now listen, the clock's running. You and your missus are coming out here pretty soon, right? Indeed, indeed, we are. Uh, we'll be out there on the 26th. To- I'm uh, waiting to find out if I have to stand in the grandstand or if I get to come upstairs and visit. Oh, you can do that, but the the uh, the the big issue right now is with you coming out. I I've kind of put the word out. I'm I'm looking for a sponsor, maybe for a dinner after the races. So far, uh, no nobody's. I'll buy the dinner. <laughs> I, I want enough money on Oaks Day. I'll buy dinner. Don't worry about it. Well, I'm glad you did well on Oaks Day. Hey, hey, Toby, you're a guy with an opinion. I heard you yesterday on air here, and you know very well read. Reasoned, uh, in terms, general terms uh, of soundness and where we're at with our game, you talked about the breeding aspect, the commercial breeding, where the emphasis has been on speed and it has been for a long time. Let's face it, it used to be the sport of kings, people bred to race. And that just certainly is nowhere near always the case now. And I think I would agree with you. We don't have the kind of bone that perhaps we had back in the 40s, 50s, uh, and through the 60s. Right, and you're still asking horses to, to, to do what they did back in those days. All, all the, you know, the, the foundation broodmares, they, they wound up in Europe or in Asia or, in, or down under. And uh, you still want horses to run in five weeks' time, a mile and a quarter, a mile and three sixteenths, and, and a mile and a half. And they're just not genetically engineered to do it. And those that do, God bless them. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. there, there's something something to be said uh, uh, for all of that. But I want to echo one quick thing uh, that Bob Mazursky said uh, about uh, congrats to Javier Castellano. I met him when he was a bug boy down here at Calder. He's as nice a guy as ever took a breath of air. I don't care, jockey, trainer, just nice, one of the nicest human beings you'll ever come across. He's a great rider. I mean, you know, we're certainly not going to diminish the fact that he has plenty of talent. And the resurgence uh, that just this past winter uh, started kicking in, obviously, culminated with yesterday's win. And uh, double congrats to him uh, by all means. 
Toby, uh, we don't have much time, but I, I want you to know, and the audience know, I tried to get him this morning, but he was already on an airplane. I'm sure he's heading back to New York. Traded text messages with his father-in-law. Uh, terrific guy. He's done a great job uh, with the Jockeys Guild, Terry Meeks. And uh, I actually saw Terry in a winter circle yesterday, and that's the kind of stuff, boy, you're never going to forget. Anyway, uh, we have got, uh, looks like, a lot of horses today at Goldstream, nine races, and you're already underway with race one. Uh, set the conditions, and, and can we make some money? Well, they took the first race off the grass, but as long as they stay on the grass, we have an interesting prospect in today's feature. It's a $75,000 overnight, and Christophe Clement, who's usually long gone by now, has left two horses here to run. I think they're the best two. We're going to start with number seven, by all means. Uh, one that's never raced here in the country, but she's been uh, training at pace all winter long, looks ready to go. Behind her, her uncoupled stable mate is the fourth, Parnak. We'll look at the three, gather as you go, and the one, Paris Peacock, to round out the gimmicks. Seven, four, three, one. We'll have a lot of fun playing today's eight at Gulf Green Park. Okay, and top selection again, number seven, by all means, and that's a 75,000 for Phillies and Mares at a mile and one sixteenth on turf. Post time uh, for race eight at Goldstream, 409 Eastern. Tell us about the website now with the Derby and the rearview mirror, Toby. It's all Goldstream all the time. We will do the Preakness race uh, itself and, uh, with an analysis uh, for anybody that gets the Goldstream sheet that day. Same thing for the Belmont, but uh, we're all Gulfstream all the time, and uh, don't overlook it. We're, uh, we're, we've we figured out a way to grind up a few bucks here every summer, every year. Tremendous. Hey, Toby, looking forward to having you out here in person in a couple of weeks, and uh, have a great day down there in South Florida. Me too. Thank you, Mike. Terrific. Uh, let's get to Las Vegas, to the South Point Take-Two with Jonathan Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets. Hey, John, what time's your flight tomorrow? Um, 10.30 in the morning. Well, then you don't even have to. You don't even have to get in early tonight. No, <laughs> but don't worry. I'm not going to make it to tonight. I can guarantee you that. I, I don't like that. I can hear it. Yeah. Well, anyway, cowboy up one more time here. Who is it for radio at Santa Anita? Okay, Mike. Let's look at the seventh race today. Six furlong sprinting on the turf, and I like the number three horse in here. Respect the code. Four-year-old gelding from George Papadromo born. Back to Kent Sormo today. This horse's last couple of races were down the hill. He's won on the flag, and that's what he's doing today. He was totally eliminated at the start last time out. I like number three. Respect the code. Pick six, pick five. Pick four, single. And today's seventh race at Sormo. And post time for race seven, 406 Pacific. And Kent, it's just an amazing guy. He was born to ride. Uh, you know, he's he's had all this stuff going on. He's clean, sober, and he, he is back to his best, John. He really is. Good luck today with number three, Respect the Code. Thanks, Mike. By the way, Javier Castellano is riding in the first race today at Belmont. Post time two minutes away, so he did make it back to New York. He made it. Okay. Uh, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com, John. Three best plays, $10, full car, $25. Today, Belmont, San Lita, Selection. All right, now listen, the race book is next to the sports book. Get over and root my angels on today. They're, they're teeing it up again with the Rangers here at the Big A at 105. And, uh, boy, they let the ninth inning get away from a last night. Anyway, wishing the angels all the best, folks. And don't forget, Trent Rush along with Angels on Deck right here on AMA 30 at 12 noon. John, have a great day. Thank you, sir. 
Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. And folks, hope to see you at the races. We get underway for a nine-race card today at Santa Anita at 1 o'clock. Thanks to Jake Rich, everybody involved, Howard Drescher here at the Big A. So long. Have a great afternoon. You have been listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, brought to you by the all-new Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak, and by Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. You can taste the aloha. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels baseball is less than three hours away here on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. The Angels host the Astros on Tuesday, May the 9th at the Big A. The first 25,000 fans can get ready for the summer with a cooler bag presented by Jersey Mike Subs. For more info, visit angels.com slash promotions. Hey, it's Roger Lodge, and I want to tell you about the official personal injury attorney sponsor of the Angels 